Namaste everyone. Today I would like to talk to you a little bit about the upcoming full moon on 26-27 December, which is a very special one. It is actually known as Bhairavi Purnima. So this entire Vedic month in which we are right now at the moment, which is also otherwise known as Margashirsha, it's actually a very sacred month in Vedic year. In fact, if you read Bhagavad Gita in chapter 10, Lord Krishna himself says, Among the months, I am Margashirsha. It is believed that also the gopis, the cowherd girls of Vrindavan, they were fasting during the month of Margashirsha to get Lord Krishna as their husband. In Tantric tradition, though, this particular Vedic month is very sacred to goddess in the form of Bhairavi, the fearless one, and her consort, known as Kala Bhairava, Lord Shiva in the form of God of time itself. And Bhairavi Purnima, similarly, is a very powerful full moon. It is usually a full moon in Nakshatra Margashirsha or Ardra, while Sun usually dwells in Mula, the star of fierce goddess Niriti or Kali. So it's a very powerful axis during which this particular full moon occurs. Because this time, this year, Sun will be shining in Sidereal Sagittarius in Mula Nakshatra, the star of Goddess Kali. And in the most transformative or liberating Pada of Mula Nakshatra, the fourth Pada, which is also known as Ashtamamsha Pada, which often triggers a lot of inner transformations, a lot of purification and unrooting of our wrong beliefs, unrooting of certain things from the past and making space for something new. Yet, even though sun will be shining during that particular full moon in Mula Nakshatra, <clears throat> it will be close to its very last degrees. It will be in 10 degrees and 45 minutes, which is actually sharp on the Yogatara or brightest star of yet another lunar mansion known as Purvashada the star of cosmic waters, the star of deep purification, the star of allowing ourselves also to be purified, both physically and psychologically from all our misconceptions, from all difficult emotions, from all the sorrow and bitterness, from all the wrong beliefs. Simultaneously, a sun will be shining and giving its light to the moon from Sidereal Sagittarius. The moon on that day, known as Bhairavi Purnima, will be shining this year in Ardra Nakshatra, which is actually the star of the fierce form of Lord Shiva, Rudra. 
the one who actually transforms and purifies us deeply and sometimes purifies us through tears, through intense life experiences, through intense turning going on inside of us. Which is why, needless to say, this particular axis of the nakshatras, Mula on one side and Ardra on another side, Mula in Sidereal Sagittarius and Ardra in Sidereal Gemini, was always seen and perceived as a very powerful and transformative axis, especially as it's very near to the galactic center itself. Mula Nakshatra itself is literally where the galactic center can be seen in our sky or the central part of our Milky Way galaxy. While on the side of Ardra, we see the external arm of Milky Way galaxy. And needless to say, the entire Milky Way galaxy, the way it spreads over our sky, was always seen by Vedic seers as an actual metaphor of our pathway of ascension to higher consciousness, which is seen in the microcosm of our energy body as the main energy channel in our spine, Sushumna Nadi, through which Kundalini Shakti arises. And when she arises, she liberates us from all our fears. She liberates us from everything that is still keeping us in this world of sorrow and suffering and illusion. So needless to say, as you can imagine, this particular full moon will be very, very transformative, especially as both sun and moon will not be only dwelling in those very transformative nakshatras, but at the same time, in the most intense nakshatrapadas, in the most intense quarters of those nakshatras, which are known as ashtamamshapadas. Ashtamamshapada <clears throat> is a special pada in a zodiac. And even though we have 27 nakshatras and each of them has four padas, which gives us the total amount of 108 nakshatra padas into which the entire sky is divided. Among those 108, there are only eight, which we called ashtamamsha padas. So what does ashtamamsha mean? This is something that we'll be diving a little bit deeper into uh, this week on the second class of our Navamsha workshop. See, Ashtamamsha is a special pada because whenever any planet dwells there, it will be going to eight house from itself into the Navamsha chart. So if you take the example of this particular full moon, Sun, for example, is dwelling in the fourth pada of Mula Nakshatra in the sign of Sagittarius. So when it dwells in the fourth pada of Mula Nakshatra, it is going into the sign of Cancer in the Navamsha, which is eight house from Sagittarius. Same thing is happening with the full moon itself, as full moon will be dwelling in the Ardra Nakshatra at the heart of Sidereal Gemini. And yet from there, it will be going in the Navamsha chart, at the peak moment, in the sign of Capricorn, eighth place from itself. 
So the very culmination of the full moon will happen with both grahas experiencing those seemingly troublesome placements because these placements are considered very intense in nature. And yet at the same time, those placements can be very liberating too. It's true, when luminaries during the peak moment of full moon or new moon dwell in those very, you know, intense ashtamamsha portions of the zodiac, it's true, lots of inner transformations being at body level or on mind level can appear from within. Either our mind can go for some inner purification or maybe even physical body itself. And yet, when full moon occurs in those Ashtamamshapadas, there are also so many opportunities that come along with that. Because those Ashtamamshapadas also inspire us to make a sort of quantum jump on our own spiritual path and actually allow ourselves to be purified, allow those negative parts of ourselves, our negative tendencies, our inner poisons to be actually transformed. And it's so beautiful, you see, because this particular full moon is known as Bhairavi Purnima. While the last new moon, if you remember well, we had an actual conjunction of sun and moon in Jeshtha Nakshatra in the Amsha of Goddess Bhairavi in the 20 chart. So the very energy of Goddess Bhairavi is very prominent throughout this whole Vedic month. And it's a truly significant thing because Goddess Bhairavi, you see, she represents not just boundlessness of time, not just the inner fire and wisdom of Kundalini Shakti within us, but above all else, she represents fearlessness. She represents the courage to just make a jump on your spiritual path, to trust the divine, trust in yourself first. Have a courage to be yourself and to express yourself and allow yourself to grow without fear. Because very often we unconsciously stop our own growth especially on spiritual path, because we feel that some of the qualities that we have problem with developing or overcoming are somehow beyond our reach. Because either we got so accustomed to those negative qualities, or some of the positive qualities that we are trying to develop feel so beyond you know, our reach, beyond our capacity. But when a full moon like that is coming, it actually triggers you from within and gives you more strength and courage to realize that type of reality which you would like to see in your life. When full moon shines in the Amsha of Goddess Bhairavi, it actually wants you to liberate yourself from your fears finally. Not just from your fears, but from all other limitations. And how can we liberate ourselves from fears? It can happen only when there is love. Because when there is love, there is full trust. And Goddess Bhairavi represents this utmost dedication and surrender to the divine. This intensity of the fire of love, you know, towards God. 
that one is supposed to cultivate and develop within one's heart on spiritual path. Because only through that, all the limitations, all the fears can be burned. Everything can be beautifully transformed. Only then, our very ego can be transformed. Because the ego itself, our attachment to our lower self, our attachment to our identity and who we think we are, can also often stop us from progressing farther and experiencing a more unlimited version of ourselves. And especially when full moon shines in Ardra Nakshatra, Nakshatra which in its very essence depicts the very quality of ego or individuality within us. We are having this unique, you know, window in time when we can connect to something higher in ourselves, to a more divine part of ourselves, rather than continuously clinging to our lower qualities. So this is a very, very beautiful and very transformative time. And then even if you actually have a look at the positions of sun and moon in the D20 chart or Vimshamsha chart of spiritual progress, both of them are actually dwelling there in the Amsha or division of yet another goddess, yet another Mahavidya, who is known as Tara. Tara, whose very name literally means the liberator. The goddess who neutralizes all the poisons. The goddess who liberates us from all negativities. In fact, goddess assumed a form of Tara in a very special moment, during a very special event, when after churning the great ocean of milk, lower poison came out on the surface, which is precisely what happens to us also on our spiritual journey when we start churning our inner self through our spiritual practice. The first thing that comes on the surface of our awareness is not the nectar that we are looking for, but firstly the poison that got extracted out of it, that got squeezed out of our lower self and needs to be purified for us to be able to move forward. So Lord Shiva, out of his boundless compassion, he just took this poison and drank it all. And then in order to save Lord Shiva himself, the great transformator, to save him from the negative effects of the poison, Mother Tara assumed this beautiful form of a mother. In this form, she looks very similar to Goddess Kali, but she's more sweet, more compassionate, because she takes Lord Shiva on her lap and she breastfeeds him. With the milk from her own breast, she neutralizes the poison that Lord Shiva ingested. And there's a deep, deep meaning in this story. Similarly, sometimes on our spiritual path, when the poisons come on the surface of our awareness, we too may have a little bit of tendency to focus too much on this negative side, on these poisons, to focus too much on our limitation. And this is when we can invoke Mother Tara 
to help us heal ourselves with her love, liberate ourselves from those poisons by just accepting ourselves the way we are. In the same way how a mother keeps her child on her lap, we too can keep our mind in our lap and just heal it with love rather than going into the story of self-judgment or playing a role of a victim. Mother Tara actually encourages us to liberate ourselves from all those lower mentalities. To liberate our inner space from all the poisons. And especially in this fortnight, we can invoke her blessings to help us overcome all the inner poisons that we might be experiencing. Some people in this particular fortnight may literally experience actual digestion issues, actual poisonings. It can manifest on a very tangible level for some people. But for vast majority, it will appear more like certain negativities or limitations bothering us in our mind itself. And this is when we can invite those goddesses, Mother Tara and Mother Bhairavi, to come and help us, to liberate us, to neutralize our inner poisons and to actually help us become fearless. Help us become unlimited. Help us make that a reality. Rather than living in a very limited reality of our own human limitations. So as you can imagine, this upcoming full moon is going to be very spiritually charged, very powerful, and it's an immensely beautiful time to intensify your spiritual practice and go deeper into that. But remember, whenever the light is increased, there can be also more poison coming out of ourselves. So it's true in this time, especially as full moon will be also receiving an aspect of Mars from Scorpio, people generally might be more easy to irritate, certain frustrations might be coming out of ourselves, we might have tendency to be perhaps a little impulsive, a little explosive perhaps even. So it's a good time to keep our emotions in check. And rather than allowing this intense energy to make us act too fast, to make us react too fast to the reality around us, rather utilize this beautiful energy to purify yourself. Transform it into energy of actual passionate love, you know, towards the divine because it's a very beautiful moment in time and a very special time to transform ourselves. So I wish you a very, very beautiful full moon and try to take it easy during this full moon. Remember, Mars and Saturn will be still remaining in mutual aspect for quite some time <clears throat> for the until the end of this month, more or less, which means that many of us may still feel quite tired on a physical level or we may feel that things are perhaps not moving forward as fast as we would like them to be 
on external level. Just stay patient for a while longer and utilize this beautiful time of the year for your own personal growth, for your own spiritual growth as well and spiritual transformation because that will be greatly supported now. Namaste.